Listeners, welcome back to another episode of Forrest Gump Minute, the podcast where we talk about the movie Forrest Gump four minutes at a time, except on these weeks where we don't. I'm your co-host, Rob, joined as always by my good friends, Joe and Duff. Hey, this is now a party bus. Yeah, (laughs) boy. Um, So we're bringing on a... uh, a favorite of our listeners, and definitely not of whoever edits this episode. Uh, <laughs> a <laughs> <we> legend. Have, <laughs> with a legend, we have Meeks. Um, well, I'm afraid Matt Meeks could not be here today. <laughs> oh, and instead, no. He brought me his friend Forrest Gump. Oh, and it's my. good to be on the podcast with all you guys. My mama said I should not be talking to strangers so i i'm a little nervous to be on this podcast you sound like a forrest gump had another head injury and grew up in texas <laughs> yeah you, I, i'm getting foghorn leghorn <laughs> i always forget how legendarily bad your impersonations of anything are <laughs> what would what would forrest gump be like if al pacino played him oh it's me for al pacino <laughs> So before we before we started this meeks, uh, I had mentioned that uh, you know we're just going to sort of like ask you questions and stuff. And it and you mentioned you have four pages of notes yeah. about the movie. So is that the uh, most notes you've ever taken on something? It <laughs> is actually. Well, normally, despite appearances, I I usually have a lot of notes. Uh, we don't doubt it. But yeah, this was like the most. So so let's just let's just throw it to you. What 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 comment or question do you have about Forrest Gump that uh, that you think can get us started on this? So, when I was a kid, I know you guys talked about public transit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is two specific things I remember about public transit. We'll get to the non-dangerous one first. When they're both when I used to wait for the bus uh, as a child. Okay. Oh, one thing bus. that I okay. definitely remember <laughs> that I think is really funny. Uh, you know how like the moon is out during the day sometimes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when I was a little kid, I like couldn't comprehend this. And instead of the moon, I thought that it was the other side of the earth. What? What? <laughs> so I'd like look were up you... in the sky and I'd be like, "Oh, it's just the other side of the earth out there." Were were your parents microdosing you with yeah. psilocybin yeah. when you were a little kid? <laughs> yeah. Your lunchables just had it... a little bit of shrooms. Yeah. Putting it in his chewing gum. <laughs> and I'd like as a also as a side note to that, I also was very, very scared that the wind was gonna blow me away. <laughs> so like anytime it got windy, it was like a real problem for me. And uh when there was recess during windy days, like I'd always be the kid that's like, Oh, can I clean up the room and stuff? Uh but that that can't fly forever because like as you know, Joe Literally. as a teacher, like you would just want kids out of your hair sometimes, you know? Yeah. You gotta yeah. be alone. How and far? How far into life did this fear of winds take you? Like what age? I mean, it still feels. A, I still feel a little nervous sometimes. <laughs> it's like the sense memory of, of being afraid. <laughs> but so when I was forced to go outside uh, during recess, forced, forced, <laughs> literally forced. I would just they put, like they strapped you down like Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. <laughs> Wheel so them out. I, so what I would do is uh, I would just like grab onto a pole. And hold on to a pull all recess and just try and get people to come over and play with me and be like, hey, guys, that monkey box, they look real fun. But do you want to just come by this pole and like <laughs> play tag? 
while holding onto the pole. Maniac. It's like a new game. But people You're the only kid playing tetherball just so you could be <laughs> next to the pole. No, I had to hold on to it. I didn't want to just be next to it. Okay. Because if you're next to it, it, you get blown away at any second. Wind's unpredictable, you know? <laughs> you never know when it's going to make a big gust. So you got to be anchored down, man. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I wish I mean, there was a deleted scene of Forrest Gump of him being afraid of wind. <laughs> in other words, I would be really good in a hurricane. So, <laughs> Or not. You I wouldn't know. be. I know, I know what to do. I know how to batten myself just down. Fi- just, just find, find a, p- a basketball court and grab a pole. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Play tag. Yeah, no, no, um, no wind can get me from there. Uh, so the other, the other thing, I, I, they throw, those mean kids throw rocks at Forrest a lot. Yes. Yeah. Shouldn't do that. It was, it was not nice, and it reminded me, like, so another thing that happened when I was waiting for public uh, school bus was that my neighbors, they were... Uh, not very well supervised and uh they would have this thing called like <laughs> i don't know why i'm labeling it this way they would do these things called rock fights you know <laughs> what so it's like you know we'd be out waiting for the bus and it'd be like a good 15 minutes and they decide to have a rock fight you know <laughs> and so the thing is when they started having rock fights if you didn't participate you made yourself a bigger target you know, so you had to find Whoa. the happy medium you where, like, pick- you threw some rocks every once in a while, but not too many to draw attention to yourself, but also not too few. To wait, draw is this still the public yourself. transit story you're yeah. on here? Okay. So I'm like, so I would just wait for the bus in the middle of like my neighbors throwing rocks at each other. <laughs> is this. Was this uh, while you're staring at the other side of the earth? <laughs> while I'm staring at the other side of the earth, but was if I this... stared too long, I would get rocks thrown at me. Was this an urban rural area? Like, were, were there houses? Nearby? It's like a subdivision. So, how many windows got broken from these rock fights? You know, none that I recall because we were far enough away from houses. But we would hide. Well, I would hide in ditches, in the ditch. <laughs> And every once like in a, a while, I would chuck like a, like a big whore. rock. Like I would just throw a huge rock, uh, just to you know keep the heat off. <laughs> you're that. You're that. Just be... saving. You're that dude in Saving Private Ryan who just like hides the whole time during yeah, the battle. Yes. And I would be praying for the bus to come. It's like, please God, rocks are really dangerous. I may not know what the moon looks like. But I know I don't want to get hit by a rock. This sounds insane, even by school bus standards. This, yeah, it was. This is it was, intense. Yeah, wow. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. Everything bad I I learned on the bus. Like I learned about abortion on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> what? I learned about masturbation. Wait, wait. At the same time? No, no. Okay. Uh, How was abortion explained to you? There's a real it, bad joke about tomatoes that, uh, <laughs> you know, it's best if you don't say the joke. It really is. I, yeah. Just sometimes less is more. <laughs> and uh, and, and how mean, did you I, learn about masturbation on the bus? It's same, same thing. Somebody had just all the jokes. Yeah. Uh, I actually remember, uh, <laughs> that somebody was listening to a Cypress Hill song. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and it, and it, the song's lyrics, if I recall correctly, uh, were 
mental masturbation, I think I'm going to use my fist. <laughs> and <laughs> what? I don't really understand it, you know. I still but again, don't. it's like you gotta, you kind of gotta go along with things in those situations sometimes. Or yeah, you're gonna people are gonna be like, "What? He doesn't know what masturbation is." All right, so Meeks, you, you and I, we've done our fair share of bus riding as yeah. adults, right? Yeah, I think all four of us have, right? Yeah. yeah. And so one thing we like degree. to ask our, our guests, so you told us some school bus stories. Do you have any good, like, um, public, like, you know, city bus stories? Have you run into any characters at the bus stop talking your ear off like Forrest does? I, I have not, but I it, it did occur to me, like, all my, all my bus stop stories involve, like, scatological problems. <laughs> so we could go there. For you or other people? For me. Uh, <laughs> and for other people. Yeah. I know which story I'm. I'm thinking of one from but, one of our friends. Uh, Meeks' his favorite the, the, game the, on the bus is how, categories. Oh, that one. Yeah, but I don't want to tell that one. But um, <laughs> so I. But the thing I was made aware of immediately is that Forrest Gump is the person you avoid on every public transit thing ever. Oh yeah, he's a nightmare. Yeah. Like you don't want to sit next to that guy at all, and it's a shock. Well, maybe it's not because those people needed to take the bus. Like, where were they going to go? But uh, it's a shock they didn't get up and leave. Like, in particular, it blew my mind. You know, when he's telling the story to a lady, I believe, in the beginning about uh, touching Jenny's boob and ejaculating for the first time. (laughs) You know? Because that's the whole framework of the movie. He's telling strangers these stories. And so that he feels the need... And then I saw Jenna's boob, and I came on her. I came on her roommate's her, her roommate's Afghan or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Like get real, Forrest. Like why? Why? Why would you tell someone that? And the first person he talks to gives him absolutely nothing. She says, "My feet hurt," and that's all she ever says to him. Yeah, and he just goes with it. Which again, that's the appropriate response. Like, right. You just that- keep looking at your magazine. Don't engage. That's that's don't bus rule don't number engage. one. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Nope. Otherwise, Forrest Gump's going to tell you about how he saw a boob and came <laughs> in his pants. How he saw a naked girl singing folk songs. <laughs> yeah. So, so do you want to share one of your uh, category stories on the bus? Well, I mean, the two the two things that frequently occurred to me is uh, I I was not. It was like pre-internet. It was hard to know, like if you had just missed a bus or whatever, you know. So you're constantly yeah. like living in fear of like, oh my god, I can't walk away from this bus stop very far, or like the bus is gonna come. Pre-smartphone, really? You mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which for me was like up till like three years ago. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. The guy who famously used a uh, an emulator on his computer so he could use Tinder. So I could be on Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> And let me tell you, that was always a hard conversation to... Uh, yeah, when you pulled out your flip phone, and they're yeah. like, wait, how did you find me? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Do you, and if I had to tell ever, them and you, be like... Have you ever used the program that allowed you to play Super Mario Brothers on your computer? <laughs> well, there's a similar thing that allows you to use Tinder. Yeah. But I, that's what all the cool people were on Tinder, it seemed like. But, uh, but anywho... Uh, 
So like I would just frequently have to pee and I would just I would be too scared to go into a bathroom. So I would just kind of pee almost in public, basically, while I was waiting for what? the bus. <laughs> like, you can't get too far away from the street or you're going to miss the bus, you know? So I'm I'm just going to point out that this is kind of like the, you can't be a little bit pregnant. You either are or, or you aren't. You're either in public well, or like, you're not. I wasn't showing anybody anything. <laughs> but, like, maybe I would be, like, in a corner, you know? Okay. Like... Being. Yeah, but you were outdoors. I was you... outdoors, within fifteen feet of the bus stop, like peeing in a corner. We'll call that a European piss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it was fine, you know. And bus people get it, because bus, <laughs> bus people, <laughs> because you don't want to miss the bus. That's the worst. Oh, also, um, oh, speaking boy. of that, that reminds me, and I can't believe I forgot this. When you're talking about bus things, this was another passenger. <laughs> Uh, so a friend and I, we were walking, uh, to a, a bar and it was on, if you know, Milwaukee, not that it matters, but it was on, o- or not Oakland. It was on Humboldt and Locust, which again, if you know, Milwaukee is one of the most heavily trafficked like streets. Yeah, that's, Locust. A, that's a busy, that's a busy street. It's a busy them. street. Uh, so we're walking. This that, lady <laughs> is in the sanctuary of the bus stop in it. Right, you know the little cover. Is that what it's called? The sanctuary? I don't know what it's called, but you know the like little. I'll allow it. Yeah. 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 Uh, And my friend says, "Oh, I don't think that lady's wearing any pants." And I was like, "Ha, that's funny." Then I look over; she is smoking a cigarette, (laughs) squatting down, and peeing in the bus stop, just in broad daylight, one of the busiest streets in Milwaukee. She couldn't miss that bus. Couldn't miss that bus. You know what? I don't blame her. But at least, like, have some courtesy and don't do it in the bus stop. Like, go behind the bus stop, you know, go next to the bus stop, but not in the bus stop. That's that's all, you know. Uh, oh, boy. All but then right. there's Are... the one where I, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to throw them out here. You use what you can use. Joe knows this one uh, where I was waiting and I had to poop. Yep. Yep. And uh, the bus finally came. Like, I was getting real worried that I was not going to make it. And the bus came. And I sat down. And, you know, like, the great feeling when you have to poop real bad, you sit down, and it's like you get a little extra help, you know? Well, it's like like as soon as your pants start dropping, you're ready to go. Like, you... But so for me, when I'm sitting in a chair, that's, like, it makes me feel like I don't have to poop anymore. So I thought disaster averted. uh, Okay. Okay. And for the listeners that don't know me, I've had a long history of pooping my pants many times <laughs> as an adult. And at that point in my life, I thought, you know, it, it was, I was past it. I thought it was never going to happen to me again. And I was like worried for a second. Jan- I, Janet Reno taught you, potty trained you. Yeah. And you were fine. Janet Reno. I got on the bus and I was like, whew, okay, I made it. I get off the bus make it to the steps up my apartment and then it's just emergency time and it starts happening and i'm like inches away from my front door and it's just full evacuation and i start yelling in the hallway of my apartment complex like no 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 god damn it and i probably also exclaimed i shit my pants 
And I was just so mad because I was so close, you know? It's just too close to be doing that. I don't understand what was happening. <laughs> Why my body chose to give up that close to home. But, you know, so it goes. We're not perfect, as Rob's feet can attest to. <laughs> Oh, uh, oh wow! Boy, oh. so that's our. I think that's the 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 uh, all of my bus stories. <laughs> Tough. I know you have you have a question for Meeks. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm I'm still collecting myself. <laughs> uh, so I got two. I think the first one uh, is what historical figure would you want to see Forrest meet? So anyone. You know, famous from roughly the mid '50s to the early '80s. You can go politician, singer, actor, whoever. Hmm. Uh, I. That's a really good question, and I feel like I need to think about it. I don't. I don't. I was like kind of thinking about it. Well, it's hard not to when you're watching the movie. I feel like you know, mm-hmm. like what hijinks could this guy? get up to <laughs> next uh i would really like to see him make someone mad like real mad uh and i'm trying to think of someone who flies off the handle real easily that doesn't like nonsense what about tomfoolery. Uh, what about bob knight oh my god <laughs> that's you it sure? that's the one rob <laughs> Instead of the ba- like football scenes, it's like Forrest is really good at basketball, and then like Bob Knight is showing him like stained toilet paper because he forgot to like set a back cut or set a back a screen. Sorry, he throws a chair at Forrest. Yeah, I, yeah. I wonder if like is there is there any overlap with like kind of the most famous WWF pro wrestlers? We move far enough along in this film where he could have met like he could have met Andre. Yeah, getting him getting into a wrestling match would probably be pretty fun. Well, and, and well, all those guys were around in like local territories before. Yeah, true. Yeah, the, yeah. Or drinking, so yeah, he could have met all those guys. That'd, George the Animal Steel. That'd be fun. Uh, Jesse Ventura in the seventies and early eighties <laughs> tries or, to give him some pot. A, a drinking contest with Andre the Giant. That would be also wonderful. <laughs> Rob, isn't there a wrestling aspect in the book? Yes, I and I think I'm, <clears throat> I think I might have mentioned this earlier. So, Meeks, if you're not aware, the yeah. book that Forrest Gump is based off of is insane, insane. Uh, and so later in the book, he um, he he uh, Lieutenant Dan and Forrest and Jenny live together in Indianapolis, and Forrest <laughs> is a big guy, and he becomes an arm wrestler. Okay. And what do you mean, big then, guy? Like he's tall or he's a fat? He's a oh. well. He's <laughs> he's like a big guy. Like the, the like the author has said. Like if he was casting Forrest Gump, he would have put him as like like John Goodman. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, uh, but he can run fast in the book. Um, n- he's just a good football player. Oh. He's like a big guy that people can't tackle. Okay. Um. So he uh. He, you know, you move from arm wrestler to he becomes a professional wrestler in the book. Yeah. And you obviously, especially in this, you know, era this book takes place in, you need a good gimmick, right? Yeah, yeah. And his gimmick is uh, is he is known as the dunce. 
and he wears and he wears diapers and a dunce cap. Stop it! I'm dead serious. That feels like it would be your character in a wrestling <laughs> promotion. And he eventually Jenny leaves him because he's he gets all caught up in the wrestling. Oh wow! Yeah, a little yeah. bit different. Yeah, a little bit different. That's sad. Uh, I thought of another s- historical figure I would like Forrest Gump to meet is uh, Jim Davis. Creator of Garfield. God, that's so weird that you brought that up. Yeah, what would, how do you. <laughs> like, I would love it if, like, Forrest was just, like, petting an orange cat and then he was like, this cat loves lasagna. And Jim Davis was like, what? Does he hate Mondays too? That's that- a, a million dollar idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, that would be gosh. that would be my favorite. That's my answer. Uh, I also was going to ask, and I feel like uh, Meeks is specially suited to this. Is what what uh, what song or music do you want in Forrest Gump that wasn't in it? Oh, um, I mean, like I could be snobby about it, but I I I think the soundtrack like first, mostly... first instinct. Go go with your first instinct. I mean, I, I, so I think that the Credence song that is, so I'm a big Credence guy. I love Credence. Yeah. I think they're like super underrated, even though they have a ton of hits. Cause like mm-hmm. people don't listen to their albums at all and they're uniformly great outside yeah, of the last one. Fantastic. Uh, so I'd like a different Credence song. Also because people like don't understand the, uh, whatever the name of that silver spoon song is fortunate, fortunate son yeah like they don't they think it's like pro america and so like every time it gets used in like little snippets it makes me cringe a little because it makes people misunderstand it even more yeah so yeah, i'd rather sure. have like ramble tamble or at least like even what about like run through the jungle yeah that's a yeah. good one that's oh, a better vietnam go. song you know there we go yeah um so i'm guessing this question is going to have a long answer okay so we'll save it to the end here but what what is what are your thoughts on the movie Forrest Gump what is your Forrest Gump story I know you said you recently recently rewatched it what are your feelings on this uh I mean I just what I what, I mean we're all around the same age so I think I was like 13 or no I had to have been younger like from like Probably 8 to or th- 12 yeah uh and I just we I me and my friends were just caught up in forest fever and Forced I, me, what? <laughs> yep. And I remember it was like big talk at all the birthday parties where people were like, oh my God, have you seen Forrest Gump? Like, let's go play ping pong. Like, and everybody wanted to play ping pong all the time. Uh, <laughs> wow. Because it seemed really cool to do, you know? And people were saying all this stuff. And they were like, stupid is as stupid does, and like all those th- things. Uh, yeah. And like, I, I loved it when I was a kid. Uh, and. I was ready to be mad at it, and I definitely, obviously, as you probably have talked about at length, I would have supposed, there, it, it's problematic, but I was enjoying it. Um, I didn't finish yeah. it uh, all the way. I mean, obviously knows how it, how it ends. Everybody gets AIDS and dies. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's how, that's how Forrest's mom dies for sure. Yeah. Checks, checks out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so I mean, I'm, I mostly have fond memories of it, and, and like it, I, the things that probably like made me the maddest, uh, or not maddest, but like I was just thinking a lot about was like kind of like their casual uh, racism 
jokes. Like, I don't, I don't think the jokes were racist, but like, uh, like the, the one that comes to mind right away is when uh, they're desegregating the school and that one uh, like redneck calls, you know, a, a black person a coon. And yeah. Yeah. Forrest is like, oh, raccoons. <laughs> Where? My mama says mama raccoons. Knock him off the porch. Yeah. And like, like I was trying to figure out what I thought about that. Like on the one hand, it's like nice because it it shows uh, that those words really like we imbue them with meaning, right? Like they only mean bad things because we intend them to mean bad things. Sure. Uh, but I also think that's kind of a cop out a little bit because those words like all don't exist out of context. So it's like. I think it's pretty irresponsible to be that flippant with the casual racism in the movie. Yeah, but I, I think on that situation, though, it is like some racist guy saying something like, you know, like I, it would be more uncomfortable if there was like the N-word thrown around there. Yeah, right? Like, I yeah, don't know. Well, I no, I like, agree. I agree. I, I, like, I think it's a minor. Like, like I, it, I, it, I, go it ahead. wouldn't work if he's like, he's like, they're letting that African-American in. <laughs> Like, yeah. It's like the racist character saying that. But like in a, in a way it almost makes it be like, "Oh, look at these racist guys. Aren't they aren't they cute?" You know? Uh, Those rascals. Whether that scene in particular, whether you uh agree with whether it fits or not, I think the point there is just to show, you know, it's Force like, has oh, no idea. Force doesn't see color. Well, yeah, it's it's the whole like, "Oh, who's really the stupid one?" Is it you know this racist guy or the guy who's so you know just simple to use a term yeah so but i think that where it really is just kind of weird and off-putting is the stuff like the bubba's mom montage and yeah and then later on when the when he's with like the black panthers yeah, yeah. the black panther party. So, sorry i ruined your black panther party <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> which is a great line though Yes, it absolutely is. The thing I think it's just weird. Like there, it's just these random asides to showcase black people, but that's all they do. Yeah, yeah. Like the one thing I really kind of appreciated was uh, showing the like thinking of the Black Panther Party, where there's that guy that's like beating Jenny, you know, who's supposed to be this big revolutionary counterculture guy, and then he's still like not treating you know, a woman equally. Mm-hmm. He's just, he's, he's I think mad. that movie does a lot of that where it's kind of, I, I thought it was pretty fair uh, exploring both like the possibility of like the counterculture and how it let itself down. I mean, it's, it's not obviously like that nuanced, but I, I thought that was pretty like good, especially I mean, the, like how white men really like drop the ball. <laughs> I mean, time has shown us the counterculture did let itself down pretty hard. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. But I, I don't think it's like going that hard into it. Like, I don't think that's the point of the movie. I think it's supposed to be just kind of a like fun tearjerker, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But uh, it's almost, but I, I did it's almost melodrama. Yeah. It, and like there's a lot of uh, Venn diagram where it's like you would think certain characters or people wouldn't get along and they end up you know, coexisting somehow through through uh, sheer uh, force of forces personality, which you could be upset about or you could find endearing, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely think it's endearing. Yeah, yeah. I, I do too. Uh, and Tom Hanks is just outstanding. I agree. 
Yeah, I agree. I, I agree with that. He's a comedic genius, I think, too. Like, there's so many little things he does, uh, like, in scenes that are so funny, I think. Like, again, with the, the school integration, when he ends up on, like, the black and white camera, and he's, like, kind of trying to peek around and stuff. Like, I I thought that was really funny. You, what else do you have in your, your four pages of notes? You want to make sure uh, your manifesto. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the Meeks manifesto. So the, the one thing I thought about is uh, the peas and carrots thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not real, right? What, peas and carrots is like... Uh, They're not always as... together. I actually don't think I've ever had them together even one time. What? I mean, never it's... had peas and carrots together? Like, not enough to the point where, like, I would say it if I was, like, hanging around somebody all the time and be like, well... hey, me and, my, me and Chelsea are, like, peas and carrots, people... Like I would expect people to be like, "What? You're like so, together sometimes." I do. Th- <laughs> I, I, it is something that I don't think is as common as you would think if it weren't for this movie. Now I've, I think I've had peas and carrots a lot together in my life, but yeah. But if it weren't for Forrest Gump, I don't think I would naturally associate those two. Right. And so I, I do get what you're saying. Um, the other thing. I thought about remember the scene where he's talking about um, like the rain, the different kinds of yeah. rain. Yeah, and then he was like, and then it even rained at night. I know we talked about this. Oh. Insane, right? Does it not rain at night? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, it certainly rains at night as much as it rains in the day. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's pretty. Well, that's pretty crazy. Okay, that is silly. But you you started this episode off with some pretty wild takes on weather. <laughs> <laughs> but as a child, okay, fair. Well, that's fair. And the forest. and the wind can blow stuff around. I've seen it. <laughs> it Cows. Can. You're right. You're right. With the song blowing in the wind. It's all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Cows. You mean like in the movie Twister? <laughs> yeah. And that's based on real events, right? Um. Uh, Utter nonsense. Yeah, it's you know, weather. Who understands it? Not me. <laughs> uh, also, you know what? To go back to my bus peeing story. Uh, remember when <laughs> Forrest like had to pee real bad? Like yeah, that's yeah. that's what it's like. He didn't want to get too far out of line. If he just would have like peed on stage, I would have understood. In front of like JFK. right in the White House, he just pees on the White House floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like, and here's here's a good. I'll ask you guys this. Uh, in that situation, right? If you got to pee, and the choice is, you pee in your pants in front of the president of the United States on national television, or you pee on the floor. Like, you're gonna choose to pee on the floor, right? Isn't there a third option of just leaving and using the bathroom and coming back? <laughs> no, there's no third that's- option. That's the option I'm going to take. Okay. Uh, which president? <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I may need more information. You can just pee president. on the president currently. Uh, yeah. uh, Meeks, which president do you think was most likely to have enjoyed being peed on? <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't it clearly uh, Donald Trump? Does Isn't there video evidence of this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, the pee it. tapes. Yeah. Release the pee tapes, you cowards. Also, uh, didn't it come out just a little while ago that uh, Warren Harding wrote all these like filthy letters to his mistress? I bet he like getting <laughs> peed on. Oh, I yeah. did not know that. William Howard Taft got stuck in the bathtub during uh, water. Pl- water. Uh, I was just oh. gonna say that. I was just going there. 
What a way to go out, you know, in a bathtub. <laughs> the same way we all came in. Okay, so this this was a controversial question, and this is a little more general. Okay, just Forrest Gump, and I, this is one where I'm starting to think that I may have been wrong when I criticized Rob, and I oh. I think it's important to admit when you're oh. wrong. And oh. we debated once about who had the better career, Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks. Who is the better Tom? Mm. I still think clearly Tom Hanks is the better actor, but I thought about it a lot more after that question because I thought it was a better maybe than I initially thought. Oh, I feel Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, so we're recording this on Boxing Day, by the yeah. way, yes. everybody. Um, who do you think had the has had the better career, Tom Cruise or Tom Hanks? Um. But I would so my gut instinct is to say Tom Cruise because it, there's a lot of people in my life that have like like been like oh Tom Cruise has made so many great movies and like when you really look into it he's made a lot of really enjoyable films and yeah. he doesn't really go very long without making one you know mm-hmm. like there's really not a lot of gaps in Tom Cruise's filmography where you're like man that guy sucked for a long time. Yep. Uh, and I don't feel like I could say the same thing about Tom Hanks. Uh, but I feel like what Tom Hanks says on his side is that he's willing to make more challenging films. For sure. I will never doubt that. I will never argue against that point. There's no Tom Cruise AIDS movie. Yeah. And so I think that I would... Well, isn't Born on the Fourth of July like his attempt at making that's true. that kind of a movie? I mean, and Magnolia... Well, there, no, but well, okay, yeah. I mean, there is born the Fourth of July. Like people forget, there's a scene of him like drunk yeah. in his wheelchair, pulling out his catheter, like yelling, <laughs> yelling at his mom about how his dick doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we've all been there, right? And another, <laughs> another movie I forgot during that first argument is Eyes Wide Shut, which oh yeah, uh, that's true. I think is a big game changer in, in my evaluation as well. But but obviously Tom Cruise again, I think we all agree he's a better actor. But when we did that Tom Hanks draft, boy was I underwhelmed. I was like, ugh. Yeah, like Yeah, I know exactly. This, it's all it's all like middle brow nonsense mostly. I, like I would with think some a few exceptions. That it, off the top of my head without looking, I I would think that Tom Cruise both has the best movie uh out of the two of them and like the more enjoyable filmography. Well, the the tough part is if you include Toy Story. Yeah, I don't really think it makes it that much tougher because like Tom Hanks was I mean, like, OK, would you rather it, Tom Hanks just does the same thing four times and then Tom Cruise just does the same thing. What? How many Mission Impossible ones have there been? But to, like six five. times, five, five of them. There's I, I haven't seen the fourth to- Toy six, Story six, yet, but right. I think I don't know. Like if somebody came up to me and was like, Toy Story one is the greatest movie of all time. I'd be like, oh, OK, like, no, that makes sense. No, it doesn't. I don't know if I agree with it, but it it's really good. It is really good. It is really good. I, I would entertain the argument. Like I'm not yeah, I wouldn't laugh you out of the room. I don't agree with it. It's baby brained nonsense. That's Ooh. that's wow. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Think about what you guys are saying. Toy Story is the greatest movie of all time. I'm not saying that it grow, is. I'm you saying guys that need it's, to grow it, up. It's it not, birthed, you could say it's it, great. The greatest it movie of an entire time. format. It's so tough. That, is, just, just, that is nonsense. All I'm you saying, guys should I, be ashamed of yourselves. I'm not. I'm in the same boat. I would entertain the argument. I wouldn't laugh it immediately out of the room. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. 
Growing up is hard, dude. Just uh, ashamed of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, how much does Disney Plus pay you for this crap? <laughs> Unbelievable. Listen, I, I saw it. I come around, I admit that I was wrong about something Rob said, and then he comes in with like, well, yeah, I'd entertain it. Toy Story. <laughs> yeah, I would entertain Toy Story in that argument. Yeah. Silly. Oh, God, disappointing. Listen, I saw a Holy Mountain in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, you're, you're, you're flexing your bona fides now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay. I, I'm sorry. I came across a little harsh there. I, I just think I think it's silly, but whatever. I don't care. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Uh, who's so, a better? Uh, here's a good question. Side note: Who's a better runner, Tom Cruise ooh, or Tom Hanks? That's Tom a good Cruise because uh, Tom no. Hanks' brother does it for him. In Forrest Gump, Tom. That's Tom Hanks' brother running. Yes. No, it's it, not. Is it all? Well, not when it's close-ups. But is all it? The, are you being? The, are you? Taking the piss right now? Or are you I'm dead serious. Surreal? Tom Hanks isn't like running, so his brother did it for him. I don't believe you. Why it's did you true. see? Have you said this on the podcast already? I, don't I think, think you have. No, we haven't gotten to the I, running scenes yet. So I do. Yeah, we have. What do you so mean we haven't I gotten to the running scenes? Well, the kid, the kid's not Tom Hanks' brother. I yeah, but Tom Hanks runs in the like when he runs away from the bullies on the truck, and you mentioned on the truck. So the way I, are, the way I heard it is, I think, and maybe I'll turn out to be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that it's. When he has the long hair and he's running across America, yes, yeah, oh, that's because it's all because right. I thought you meant the. But he's like not running this. fast in that scene, so like yeah. he's running across America. But it's he's running at like a, a leisurely pace, right? But at, when <laughs> you when you have the close-ups, I don't think that that's Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's brother. Tom Hanks. That's Tom Hanks. There. Yeah, yeah. I think Tom Hanks would beat Tom Cruise in a race. No way. Yeah, no way. A hundred percent. No way. Because Tom no. Hanks would be are you kidding me? It's it's about when you're when Have you're you, fast as a guy that's so right fast. Now? The fastest right now? guy. <laughs> right now? Tom Cruise yeah. is, Tom Cruise was like born with a six pack. Like he is yeah. he, he is he is 80% HGH. I mean, Tom Hanks he is 20% blood and 80% HGH. We got a new Tom, John Henry contest. I think Tom, Tom Hanks would win. Tom Hanks's feet look like mine. <laughs> I mean, I think even Tom Hanks would say that, like, at his best, like, he had a dad bod. Like, yeah. 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 But, you know, sometimes you can have a dad bod and be real fast. Tom Cruise has... <laughs> Tom Cruise has ha- short, little stubby legs. Tom, and he <laughs> it okay, looks so like he's running fast. It looks good on film. But I bet he's like, we probably could beat him in a race. He's he slow. has three pints of Scientology slave blood <laughs> put into him every day. Like... He- he is jacked up on Xenu. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'm saying it. I feel like we could beat Tom Cruise in a race. I don't what think he runs that fast. No way. No way. Okay. Also, he's a movie runner. When you, he, when you fly, spend, he flails what, around. And it looks like he's going fast, but he's a phony. Tom Hanks gets in shape for a movie. You know, when he has to. Tom Cruise has been running away from who he is. His whole <laughs> life. Yeah, I was about to say, Tom. Tom Cruise. Uh, first of all, uh, allegedly, don't sue us, please. Uh, <laughs> parody, parody, par- irony. Uh, <laughs> th- this is allegedly, but Tom Cruise, he has the what you can see it in his eyes, and this is also the reason why he keeps making movies like every six months is because yeah. he has to stay busy and keep moving to keep the gay away. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you can't run from it though, and, and right. that's why he's not very fast because he doesn't really want to. Deep down. And, and obviously, I'm not saying that there's, any, that there's anything wrong with being gay, but like, this is why, like, whenever Tom Cruise does interviews or things like that, 
I get uncomfortable because he Listen. has he has the he has the look of a man who's killed someone yep. and just wants <laughs> to tell you. Yeah, listen, he like, has he, to do a he, movie. He has a he has taut, to... like his internal monologue at all times is like, don't be gay. Don't tell him where David McCavage's wife is. Don't be gay. <laughs> My next e-meter bill is $3 million. Yeah, like he, he is, I, I honestly, I do feel bad for him because I think he was just, a not too bright young man and David Miscavige got his hooks in him and he's in deep man he can't get out yeah he only he only goes up a level in Scientology when he makes a Mission Impossible movie that's why he will be in eight Mission Impossible movies you can book it after the eighth one he he gets to the eighth level and he won't have to do anymore which, le- which he just level becomes pure, he'll just become pure energy after the eighth Mission Impossible yeah, like, just which, a bright white light how many how many level ups does he get for this new uh, Top Gun sequel that, like that that's just that's just hobby. That's paying the Mission Impossible bills. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just wanted like to that, see Anthony but, Edwards again. Wait, he's no, he couldn't because he's dead. Yeah. Anyways, but that, <laughs> but that that inner pain is why Tom Cruise will outrun any of us. That's so. uh, except for Tom Hanks and all God. of us. <laughs> okay. and, Wait, Anthony Edwards isn't dead. Is like, he, not in real life, but in, in Top Gun. Gun. He died in Top oh, Gun. Oh, okay. I was saying Anthony Edwards died in real life, and I was like, really. No, oh, I knew what he, I knew what he meant. <laughs> we're kind of we're kind of getting to the end here. Do you yeah. have anything else, Meeks? You want to tell us? We'll allow you to ask us ask one more question. <laughs> um, let me just look at my or notes. make one more point. Uh, that, otherwise, this will be way too long. Yeah. Um, look at no. yeah, your papers. I know. <laughs> I have a lot of papers. Uh, I don't really know. I guess the 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 only other note that wouldn't be like backtracking, kind of. There's a lot of overlap, I think, but um, I, I, there's that scene where he first goes back to meet um, Lieutenant Dan, mm-hmm. and he, he, Lieutenant Dan has the long hair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, outside and then the there's they're Dick playing Cameron the uh, Harry Nelson song, yeah, and then they're hitting yeah, the taxi cab, and he's like, "I'm walking here." That's that's yep. a midnight, nice little midnight cowboy reference. It is. Are you uh, flexing your bona fides there? And even though that was. Uh, a stupid movie, maybe. Um, yeah, that was. I had that in my notes. I haven't. And we. Uh, I know. I'm pretty sure Meeks and I are on the same page that we stand for Harry Nielsen, right? Yep, he's oh. great. Nielsen Schmelson uh, is great. A hundred percent. One time, I one time at a, at a karaoke bar sing "Lime in a Coconut," and they <laughs> they, 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 they they stopped it halfway through. Yeah. Uh, Meeks. Thank you so much for enlightening us with your stories of the wind. <laughs> <laughs> it's not blowing too hard right now, is it? Uh, grab on, grab uh, on. Uh, yeah. I think it's okay. Okay, good. Um, I have some twist ties. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you uh, if you enjoy this, you can follow us at Gut Minute on Twitter and Facebook. We also have a uh, Facebook group at... Uh, com slash chocolates. Just a, live, a lively you, Facebook group. It is. A lot of fun. Meeks will sometimes come on to just dunk on me. Yeah, I, um, I've been doing that recently, but I, I'll support you too, you know, if uh, it's warranted. And, and if you want to give us 
give us your hard-earned money. Thank you. And you can go to patreon.com slash the midnight boys where we have uh, monthly episodes and I'm sure there'll be stuff that was cut from here that will be in there. <laughs> <laughs> Midnight Boys after dark. We've been now been recording for an hour and five minutes. At least twenty minutes of this will be on Midnight <laughs> after dark. And uh, we will be back next week talking more about Forrest Gump. Yeah. Happy the days while I'm ending the nest till once more they ride high to see